and welcome to Someone Should Make This, a show where we do the hard part of coming up with great video game ideas and offer them up to the world. My name is Danish. I'm Dan. And I'm Matt. Guys, we just, we just watched Gremlins. Yes. Oh, nice. I love Gremlins. It's, hey, one so, of, it's our Christmas yeah. movie. Gremlins. Did everyone do a Christmas movie? I did. Dan, did you do a Christmas movie this year? Like uh, like an old favorite, you mean? Or just watching yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, old yeah, favorite? It's, it's, yeah, not like soul or something lame like yeah. that <laughs> yeah um i don't think i i don't think we oh we did elf we did elf we watched elf. oh elf is great yeah. elf solid um uh we did muppets christmas carol Ooh, which nice. uh, i actually hadn't seen since i was like really young like i barely remembered it and i watched it with my kids and it was fantastic uh michael kane as Ebenezer was scrooge obviously was great and really good jokes great music yeah it was awesome mm, do you guys like, have any weird Christmas movies like not I don't want to do the whole fucking news no no I know but there's movies that everybody watches around Christmas and some people got weird ones and me and Kelsey got weird ones what do you guys got do you guys uh got well the one I watched later that night after my kids were asleep was Batman Returns um <laughs> which is great um but okay. the other one which we didn't watch yet but we're going to like still you know in the hall over the holidays is uh Lord of the Rings I think that's not like it's, it's not like a Christmas themed movie, but it's like a movie that it feels good to watch. You know what's on weird? the holidays? I've heard a lot of people say they watch all the Lord of the Rings movies in the holidays, and it's so it's not an obvious choice, but tons of people landed on it. It's really... You know why? Because you have time yeah. to watch them. Yeah, that's exactly. really what it is. <laughs> what are we gonna do? We're all home. We have nothing. Let's just watch twelve. Yeah, we have to nine hours. hours to spend. Yeah, twelve hours. Yeah. yeah. Our our weird one is Rambo. First Blood. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that is a weirder one. That is yeah. strange. It takes yeah. place. Here's the thing. There's nothing in the movie that ever says it's Christmas time. As far as I know that I remember. Yeah. We've only done. This is a couple times we've done this, but it's going to be a thing. Um, but there's it's snowing. There's Christmas decorations up everywhere. There's like Christmas trees everywhere. And it's about um, resilience. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> on a similar on a similar vein of uh, a hero murdering lots of people, uh, me and he my... murders nobody in this movie. Zero murder. There's an accidental death, but there's no murder. That's true. The first one is pretty. Yeah, is that why it's called First classy. Blood? Because there's just the one. Just the one. That he, that's how he no, gets he, his taste. He nicks it. himself shaving. Is the <laughs> most people don't nuts. know that. Interesting. Okay. Well, fine. Unrelated to to act one accidental murder. My death. Christmas accidental death, not a murder. Jeez, I thought we weren't going to do this. This is a Christmas movie thing. Anyway, uh, James Bond movies are usually my thing. Oh, that's me, good. Because me and my dad would watch oh. them. Because TBS would always do like a marathon around Christmas time. Yeah. And so we'd watch a bunch of James Bond movies, which does have a hero murdering lots and lots of people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You know, but he's it's got for the greater good, which well, is another kind of Christmas theme. Yeah, he has a li- he has a license, guys. Exactly, he has a license to kill that makes it okay. <laughs> all this over the is world, all about uh, license bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> absolutely. So, this episode, I thought it would be fun to uh, take a look back at the year's uh, games, the ones we liked. Maybe I don't know. Maybe do something crazy like a top five. What? Oh. I don't know, can we do? Can we do that? Well, um, we have not. Here's the thing: we ha- we haven't discussed any of our lists with each other. No, nope. not at all. So this could be a real, a real disaster. Show. <laughs> oh yeah, um, this could be a real show. No, yeah. Um, I'm actually really curious to hear you guys. I, I think 
I have a decent idea what Dan's are, at least a couple of them. I yeah. have no idea what Matt's are. So that's going to be fun. Oh, I didn't until 20 minutes ago when you suggested this. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out, by the way, to this website called Backlogged with no E at the very end. Um, it's a game. It's very much like letterboxed for movies, but for video games. And you can log the games you've played. And that's how I've kind of compiled my list. I went through all the games that came out this year. If I've played them, I put them into Backlogged. And you can rate them and you can like list them and all that stuff. And it was, it's very cool. So I've used that to compile my list this year. Danish nice. loves lists. He does. I do like lists you a lot. You love lists. Something I've realized. What's recently. not, the, yeah, what's not love the love about lists? They're amazing. I mean, I got nothing against lists. I just, I don't want to <laughs> spend, like Danish likes to spend his free time making lists that about really yeah. stuff. True. Well, here's the thing is I, so I've done this for, I haven't done it for games yet until now and I'm going to start, but I have done it for movies for the past I don't know, 10 years, maybe 11 years. That's and so I mean. at any at any point, I can go back and see what my top 10 or uh, top whatever for any year is. It's fun. But it's fun do, to you, back, so. do you though? I do sometimes. Yeah, really? Do sometimes. You're like, oh, let's see what what uh, 2003 was like. Wait, what was... Uh, it doesn't go that far back. Oh. Um, all right. So how do you guys want to start this off? Do you, want to, do you guys have yours in order of like one through I don't, five? I don't believe in orders. I ok't okay. believe in lists and I don't believe in order <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no I, I I did I did distinctly make the decision that I wasn't gonna order my top five okay that's cool. does, they're, they're different and yeah you know it's I've got, it's I've got like a number one uh, and the rest is just kind of like well that's fair I don't think I can choose a number one I did want to ask so presumably yeah. usually in these sort of lists it's like games that actually came out in this year right not like yeah okay because I, if you want to, you can throw an honorable mention to the game you've played the most this year or one you discovered this year that's from an older... Because I have one of those, too. Yeah, so okay. So we, right. we can talk about those. All right, that sounds good. Because I definitely have a couple like a couple things that I've played a lot that I'm pretty sure are not new. Even yeah. my number one isn't technically from this year, but whatever. Um, mm. So, you know, well, we, we can, you, can, you can tell me I'm wrong as I, as I say right. that. Uh, one more thing we should discuss just really briefly before we get started is... Uh, what do you guys feel about games that you think are sort of just the perfect artistic ideal of like, hey, this is a perfect game versus ones that are maybe imperfect, but you've put way more time into because you just get something really special out of it. Like, how do you weigh those two things? Do you give one the edge over the other? So you're comparing, uh, to put this into my terms, you're comparing, yeah. let's say, Demon Souls to Destiny 2 Beyond Light, where Demon Souls is this super... Uh, tuned, pretty damn. If you're into that sort of thing, perfect experience. While Destiny Two is like, I play thousands of hours of it, but I wouldn't ever give it like a. I guess score, I was asking like a, maybe more. Uh, Demon Souls versus Phasmophobia. Oh man, I didn't put Phasmophobia on my list. Oops, sounds like your list is changing. I don't know if I would. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what I'm asking. Well, let's use like, this as a jumping off point. Yeah. Sure. Um, did you guys put Phasmophobia on both your lists? No, it's it's not on my top five, but it is what? definitely on my like End honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an interesting uh, question because like is it is it my personal list or is it like this is what I think the best game is? No, I always like to go personal. Personal. Not, list, not, yeah. I, don't, I don't even try to make it. You in know, that case, I would anyway. I would lean and my list does lean heavily towards stuff that I've played and put a lot of time into because I really enjoyed it, as opposed to something yeah. I thought was like 
a perfect expression of what a game should be. I guess that's my right. point, though. Like, Destiny 2 is something I've put... Like, ours doesn't maketh a game, right? Like, right. I've played so many hours of Destiny. So, like, uncountable. I could have done so many yeah. great things with my life in the hours that I've put into <laughs> but, Destiny. But that means but that it's you not even. It. Yeah, I do enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it because of what the... It's this is this is what Danish wants. This is we're giving him what he wants. Yeah, <laughs> it's we not a trap, and we walked into it like that guy in Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that one guy. No, so it's this is why it's a hard conversation to have. Is that I I I use the phrase I don't have fun with Destiny because of what the game is. Although that's not even really true. The highest highs I have in Destiny is because of the people I play it with, but also like, obviously like the scenarios and the situations that the game puts you in is a large contributor to that. Yeah. But when I compare that to something like, let me bust something else out of my list, uh, half-life Alex, it Mm -hmm. doesn't hold a candle to Alex. Like I wouldn't say there was a single point in Alex where I was even, even getting close to like the highest highs of destiny Two. But Alex is just such a good fucking game. And I mean that in terms of, like, fun. Like, hmm. uh, like Alex almost intentionally isn't fun a lot of the time. Like, it's more <laughs> about, like, exploration and intrigue than, like, yeah, I'm having fun. But... Well, yeah. I mean, now we're uh, kind of boiling it into, like, like more... Like, uh, to throw out something that's not on my list, Last of Us 2 is not on my list. Because I couldn't take it it was too Hmm. much for me especially at the time of the year that it came out it's an amazing game super well crafted great artistry in it it was the opposite of it's on my list (laughs) it Uh, is definitely on my list it's phenomenal and like you're right hours don't make it the game because like something that's like nice and short and really well crafted uh could totally be on my list as opposed to something that's just like never ending even if i enjoy it right yeah. So. yeah I, well, the, okay. I don't want to leave Phasmophobia in the dust quite yet, just because um, it's not on my list. But it, I do have to say, Phasmophobia was an experience that A, I have never had before mm-hmm. in any game ever. Yep. And B, an experience I didn't even think was possible in video games. <laughs> yeah. Like, in. Like you've um, talked about it on this podcast. Yes, um, about mul- how you multiplayer yeah. horror game. Yeah. I've I think I've said you can probably go back into our archives and find Matt Pearson, twenty nineteen. It's impossible to do a multiplayer horror game that's actually scary. I'm like almost sure. Yeah. I've said exactly yeah. that. And then like then Phasmophobia came out and I was like, well, I'm an idiot because <laughs> they nailed it. Well, no, yeah. like you know, as whatever you think about the Game Awards, like Phasmophobia won, you know, best newcomer or whatever that. J- category was and i think that's totally deserved because it was like yeah just fantastic what a rad yeah. game mm-hmm. yeah. fantastic phobia yep that's what it was that's what it's named yeah. uh all right well uh let's get let's i guess i'll start with uh what did you say you, you one of you guys said one already that was on your list i've said i've said two? demon souls and half-life alex so, uh i've actually said three of mine already <laughs> <laughs> just crank it through this episode we'll be done here any minute yeah well, easy uh Right, Demon well, Souls. Just, well, I think Demon Souls. Where you want to start? Yeah, Demon Souls is a good place to start because it's an interesting conversation with Dan. I want to like. I don't oh. think it's on Dan's list, <laughs> but I want to know where you ended up on it. Uh, I still have it. In fact, it, it, it is the disc in my in my uh, console right now, uh, and I did boot it up the other day. And, Promising. And I went, yeah, I went to a different level than I had been on um, because I got conflicting advice from different people as to what the like 
you know, net level two should be. Oh, so I, I did, don't listen to that at all. I tried to take that advice and it was a disaster. Yeah. So I just went to like another thing uh, and played around and explored a bit and it was, it was good. I was enjoying it. I, I will probably continue to peck away. Wow. At it. Wow. Now, if you had to put it, how, what, if you had to put it on a list, okay. what spot would it, would it be like, would, are we talking like a top 100 list? Demon Souls might make it for Dan, or could you could you like in 2020 could Demon Souls make your top ten list? In 2020, could it make my top ten list? Yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> it, I don't even know. I can't even think of ten games that I like this year. I mean, yeah, I know. I I was having trouble. But I have ten games written down here that I liked more than Demon Souls, so I'm gonna say no. Okay, but well, that's the answer. I think I've taken. I think I've turned a corner on Demon Souls, where I do enjoy the game. Yeah, uh, and I wow. think I will continue to play it. Yes, yes, Dan. That's good. That's good. I will say this: that backlogged um, website has like uh, a bunch of categories you can put games into. Yeah, I so love there's it. like played. There's backlogged. There's playing. I've got like 12 games in my playing category, which is dumb because <laughs> like half of well, them I haven't booted up in ages, but I'm like, I kind of want to go back and, and play more of that. Well, when you uh, click on the category, if you if you do played, then you can actually change it to completed, mastered, retired, mastered. shelved, shelved, abandoned, or played. Is I'm going to have a lot of abandoned. I'm going to have a yeah. lot of abandoned. So Does I have a lot of... Sh- criteria for what like what does mastered mean yeah mastered is like 100 percent completion is mastered. like platinum trophy or yeah i think basically platinum or ne- let's just say near platinum retired is finished a game that lacks an ending shelved is unfinished but may pick up again later abandoned is unfinished and staying that way so matt why is demon souls on your uh top list that game just grabbed me, man. I I never played Demon Souls originally, and um, there's this whole thing where like, uh, what was my first? I think it was Bloodborne was my first like Souls mm. game, and it got me into it. And then after that, I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go play. They've remastered Dark Souls two or something. Might have been my next one. Whatever. I doesn't that doesn't really matter. Um, mm. but then what happens is I'm like, yeah, I'm into this Souls thing. I want to play more Souls type games. So I go to the not from software stuff and i kind of yeah. like trudge through it and like, i like it don't get me wrong i like it i don't want to say it like it was like it was you're like, talking about like neo or something yeah or yeah and i like neo i liked it a lot um and i played through it and i was like yeah okay cool uh that you was play a, surge that was a souls game i tried to play surge i couldn't get into that one yeah but then what happens is from software releases a new game and i'm like oh it's like there's like that extra spark of something in there it's like the nintendo magic almost that like you don't Mm. realize you're missing it when you're missing it and demon souls just had so much of that it was like oh my god like there's things that none of the souls games even have like there's just like some extra little Mm. spark in there that's just just grabbing me so much in this game and i don't know like i i played it sort of differently than i play most of the souls games and it felt good and then i went back and i played it like i normally play souls like i played through it twice and then i started a third character i've never started a third character on like anything um yeah i it's hard to put into words why i liked it it's like it's just like the tone and the atmosphere and that that they just nail that feeling of exploration and being intrigued by what could be around the next corner i just could not stop playing it that's awesome. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. The, that's that's what people 
describe about Souls games and from software games, and and that's why I I just refuse to give up on them, <laughs> even though none of them none of them clicked with me. I just hear how people are talking about it, like you just did, and I was like, I want that experience, but I just I, I, I haven't clicked the, with it. But the problem is like when when I when I say what could be around the next corner, it's like there could be a beautiful vista full of crazy light beings in the sky or there could be an ogre with a with a fire sword who crushes you before you even realize that he was standing there and i think 50 percent of that equation is a nightmare for you but yeah. both of those things i actually love so that's yeah. i think that's part of it here's, i'd love it if i could start where i died here's what i think we should do danish here's what, here's what we should do me and you should yeah. co-op some of the souls games oh shit this is I good know. i don't even know how to 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 co-op but i know it's a thing you can do through some it's janky but it's thingy. doable yeah. so i think me and yeah. you should pick a souls game i mean demon souls would be ideal i think but if there's a better one to do and me and you should co-op it and and matt and jeff can can laugh at us or, oh, or want, help us i want we, in on it i want to be in good. there yeah but if you're in on it then like you'll just you'll just be good at it and me and danish are going to be <laughs> mediocre to bad at it and i think that's more fun well, we we can get into the nitty gritty on how this works because there's some caveats to all this stuff, but we won't talk about that on air. Um, but yeah, yeah I want to ha- I want to continue this discussion and figure it out because I think there's a way to do it. I think we could do cool. it. Cool. Uh, let's move on to your next one. Was it Half Life Alex? That because that's on yep. my list. Yes, um, Half Life Alex, ha- guys, come on. It's 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 a masterpiece. It's incredible. It's it's uh I don't know. I guess there's nothing really bad I can say about it. I think maybe the yeah, I don't know. It's, is there anything bad about that? I can't think of a single part yeah, of that no, exactly. game where I was like, Ugh. I think maybe the only thing you could say that's bad about it, and I don't even think it's bad, is that the structure of it is very kind of like, um, I don't know what the word is. It, it's not repetitive, but it's kind of, it's structured in a way. It's like you have your shootout sections, you have your scary sections, you have your exploration sections, and it kind of like goes through those, you know, multiple times did you guys play through the uh the developer commentary thing that they added no i i'm meaning to i have not i uh i didn't finish oh my how do you not finish alex here's why i'll tell you why well you have technical problems right Uh, technical problems is a bit strong but there's enough uh like uh steps for me to play half like half life alex that it it it, it's it's too many steps for me to just want to boot it up. Uh, and I know it's dumb. I um, and get it's because No, I get it. It's because I have a, it's I kinda VR. Get it. it's, it's I have VR. a I have a quest and I have a laptop and I managed to run Half-Life Alex off this and it's a beefy laptop, but That's impressive. Yeah. It worked pretty well, but it's like it's just like one too many steps for me no, to I, like I get you. That that is the problem with yeah, with VR yeah. in general. And that's why the quest is so good is so good right normally you just pick it up and play but when you're yeah. trying to do stuff like this it yeah turns so that's my play. only complaint about alex is that like it i can't easily play it um right but i i didn't have any problem like i enjoyed the game while i was playing it and i it's on my it's in my uh uh playing playing list <laughs> playing, and backlog. Yeah. how far did you get <laughs> do you remember um I talked to the an alien dude with oh like, my god i okay. was thinking that's what you're gonna say and i was hoping it wasn't true oh because that's super early that's that like 10 percent into the game uh a little further than that but yeah it's still a little early <laughs> that's maybe a quarter um yeah. okay so i want to talk about i'm not going to spoil it because dan's here but um 
there's a, there's some highlights of the game that no game has come close to. Like it's funny when you were saying that the highs of Alex maybe don't reach the highs of Destiny. I guess I kind of get that because it's multiplayer. I mean, like- yeah, I I really want to clarify. Like I really mean that. Like when I'm playing Destiny with my friends and Destiny is like firing on all cylinders, we are like laughing and joking yeah, and dumb yeah, yeah. fun stuffs happening, and we're goofing off. Like that's what I mean by that. Like just a like a yes. pure joy level. That's, that's and I have I have an equivalent to that this year, which I talked about. Do you want me? Do you want me to just? I'll get to. I can just mute it, and you can. No, no, no. You don't need to. You don't need to because you'll we'll know what you're mean. But the highlight of the game is the Jeff chapter. Of course. Yeah, Um, it's it's something that has been done in games before. Absolute opposite end of the spectrum. It's like they were like, hey. Uh, Resident Evil, let's just grab a little bit of what's in that pot and stick it yeah. into this game and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one example. It's a mild spoiler, but not really, Dan. Um, there's a moment where they set up, they set up things and pay them off in such brilliant ways. You are constantly going through like toxic fumes in the game. That's like a normal thing you go through and you'll take damage. Uh, eventually you get to a point where if you do that, you'll cough and there's a point in the game where you cannot be heard. You don't want to and, cough. Yeah, you don't want to cough. Oh. And the way that the game lets you do that is you physically put your VR hand up to your mouth. That's so good. And not so that's amazing by itself. I know where you're the going. The way with this. the way they make that like mesh with other game design elements is incredible. Because you're trying to do stuff with your hands. And then you realize, like, oh my god, I have to cough, or like, or like you're holding your mouth, but then you let go of your mouth to quickly do something, not realizing that you're gonna cough when you let go. Like, it the way the systems just brilliantly build on each other and create this epic set piece. Uh, yeah, it's it's so, incredible. Man, I don't I don't know if I want to if I should spoil this or not. It's it's really on the edge for me. Um, it all has right, we'll get, uh, all right, it has us, to uh, do with that mechanic. Yeah. Here, I'm going to mute, and then you give me a thumbs up when it's okay to come okay. back. All okay. All right. Uh, hold on. Give us a thumbs up when you mute. Okay. Okay, he's muted. Okay. Um, so y- you don't you don't want to uh, dance dancing. Um, you don't you don't want to <laughs> cough, right? And Jeff will hear yeah. you if you cough. So you're yeah. throwing bottles to like distract him and stuff. And then at one point, I think fairly early on, you find a gas mask, and yeah. I was like. Oh, a gas mask. Like, it's just like, there's, they're everywhere in the game. There's gas masks, there's right. hard hats. And as far as you know, there's no like gameplay reason to use them. You can put them on and they work yeah. and it just feels like, oh yeah, this is, this is fun. They let me wear a gas mask. And at yeah. that point you put on a gas mask and you go through the cloud and you don't cough. And it's like, holy shit. It never told me this was going to work. Right. Uh, there, there's never been a point in the game where I've had to wear anything. Like it just, any other game wearing a gas, like Take like a Fallout game. If there was a gas mask in a Fallout game, it would have like an armor stat on it or something. Right. But it wouldn't help you with like environmental stuff. I don't. Maybe they. I don't know. Maybe I should yeah. should talk that much. But you know what I mean. Like normally it would just be like a yeah. generic thing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, that was that was the best. Uh, there was another I, real quick while Dan's uh, muted and dancing. Uh, there's one moment I want to call out, which was one of the most incredible moments. It was that's. What I described earlier is what I did. I had my hand over my mouth and it was when Jeff, you like lure him into a, a side room and you're like trying to slam the door closed on him. But then the door like, okay, to open the door it takes two hands because you have to open like raise a latch and then open the door. Yeah. And then like, that's how you unlock it. Um, but then to close it, 
I didn't do that because I was in a mad rush because he was like, oh shit, he's in there trapped. Slam the door closed. I didn't open the latch so it doesn't stay closed. Oh no. And he, he, hear, he hears the <laughs> door slam. It's, oh shit. And then I like take my hands off and I start coughing. It's like all these <laughs> things start building. It was incredible. You knock over a bunch Absolutely of bottles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. I think we can bring um, Dan back. All right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, wow, what for, a great for, game. Yes. For all those reasons, Alex is, uh, I think if I was going to number them, it would probably be my number two game of the year. That feels so. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to number them, but that feels yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Um, and then there was a third one you already kind of mentioned. Cyberpunk. Uh, was that one of them? Or, no. no? Uh, well, okay. Last of Us is the one that I mentioned. Oh, Last of Us. Right. Um, because, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, just, Good ass story, it's, like yeah, it's good ass game. I I think it's man. People, I don't know how much jit I'm gonna step in here, but like pe- people, took, <laughs> not at all. Pe- people, <laughs> people took the meaning of that story and they were like, oh, it's like eye for an eye. What a wow, how original. And I think like when I hear people like mock that as a as as a takeaway, and they mock that as like the the driving force behind the story. And then I see where the world is. I'm like, no, like really though, maybe you guys should think about that <laughs> as a, as a thing to well, consider. That, that's the thing that it, I agree with you. And, and anytime, and not even last of us, but like any movie or game where if you really like boil the theme down to it, you can always like, yes, say yeah. it like that. But the, the purpose of any art form is to take an idea that we all sort of know but then flesh it out with characters and yeah. scenarios that make you empathize and feel like you're there and understand it in a deeper way. So yes, you can trivialize anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I agree with that. Um, also, it's I, like if, if you look at the the this is, this is me being petty, but <laughs> when you look at the, the like the user reviews of that game when it got review bombed, it's like oh yeah. wow, I for an eye, wow, that's, that's so original, blah blah blah. And it's like oh really, you don't like that so much that you decided to retaliate and come on here and review bomb it? Weird. It's <laughs> almost like you're doing the exact thing. Yeah, amazing. Um, so here's the here's the reason why it didn't make my list, even though I, I it's on my honorable mentions and I, I like it a lot. Um, I think that. Unlike Alex, there's very few parts of that game where I remember the gameplay moments. I remember the museum scene. I remember, you know, like cinematic moments. I guess the the museum scene's sort of like in the middle there, where like walking around and doing stuff. Yeah, was, yeah but was like nice. my two most memorable scenes in the game are from the museum scene. It's the the dinosaur right. and the the space capsule. Space, yeah, space capsule yeah, space was amazing. Was you know, yeah. so that's kind of like almost a knock against it where it's like it's but the what storytelling other, what other game can do that though no and like true. other games that, can tell a good ass story don't get me wrong but like who yeah. else can tell a story that like even like not not even i don't mean tell a good story i mean tell a story well like yeah what are the no, very tells? few games i am i'm totally on the on the side of games don't tell stories very well like just across yeah, the board like I very few games don't tell stories well um, so I get it. Uh, I have story problems with last of us two, um, which I think also kind of marred it for me a little bit. Like, um, I just thought that Ellie came like her arc was like just hours and hours too late. Like, I'm like, I'm waiting for her to turn the corner. We know that she should. And every time I think she's going to do it, I'm like, okay, good. Is this the moment when 
Like, it was actually a very powerful moment in the story when she returns to the theater and her hands are shaking because she can't and she can barely open the door. This big thing just happened. <laughs> well, I mean, that's well, that's that's surprising. Well, I guess Wait. it's not surprising. No, I said, I said that. Pretty, what yeah, did yeah. you say? What did you, can you say it again, please? I just no. Had, I, can we get sorry. a clean read of that line, please? Yeah, you, Dan. Oh, I didn't. Fi- I didn't finish the game. Oh, okay. I, I actually did not hear what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, no, but th- there's a very big, heavy moment, af- and there's an aftermath where Ellie returns to the theater, and her hands are shaking, and I thought that was an incredible moment. I was like, okay, well, this has to be the moment where she completes her arc, and it's not by a long shot, and that annoyed me a lot. Hmm. Um, there's a moment, I won't spoil it, there's a moment at the very, very, very end where you see something like very disturbing, and it's like, holy shit, is this the moment where she finally comes around the corner? It is not. I'm like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. So oh, that I didn't, ruined. I didn't feel that way. I, yeah. I, I think that there was something sort of adjacent to that feeling where she was, she was about to go. Um, I, I'm trying to be as unspoilery as yeah. possible. She's I'm with sorry, a companion. Yes. No, it's fine. No, it's for the audience, it's not yeah, for yeah. you. Oh, um, okay. Because this is so much more about a story. Um, yeah, but like there's there's a part where she's about to go out and you know like the whole game exact her revenge like that's her thing she's gonna go out and go mm-hmm. after him, and she has a companion in the game, and the companion is in pretty rough shape, and by pretty rough I mean like about as rough as it gets. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's like, "You're gonna be good. Oh, you're good. Cool. I'm out." And I was like, "Are really? Yeah. You're gonna leave this person like this right now? It, that was insane to me." Um, but I, I, I think they put that in there to be like, no, Ellie's really fucking determined and doesn't really care about anything else. Like she's kind yeah. of a bad person. Um, so but, yeah, I think that, yeah, the game is great. Uh, like really well made. And, um, I had some story problems, but it didn't like totally ruin the game for me. Um, I didn't think it, I mean, I didn't think it was character assassination. Like some people did, <laughs> no. although eh, not too far off for me, yeah. but, um, but no, uh, it was just. Like, I, I don't think the story was perfect either. Just yeah, I I think it's yeah. the the I think the story is good, and I think like how well it was told, and just like from the technical perspective, that game was unbelievable to me. I the one small other nitpick about the gameplay was, um, it did get a little bit repetitive in that you see a thing in the distance and you zoom toward it and like, uh, okay, we got to get there. And then it's yeah. like, okay, well now we got to get there. And that happens. But we're not just going to walk in a straight line. Something's going to like fall over and we have to take yeah, the side out. Yeah. And the inside, inside roots and outside roots. Yeah. So it got, it actually has a similar sort of issue like structured as Half-Life Alex does. But I think just being a longer game, it kind of wore me down a little bit more, but uh, all right. I think that's the three games you had kind of already mentioned. Those are, Dan, my, those are my three of five. Let's go, let's go three of five for you, Dan. All right, three or five for me. Well, I guess I'll get the boring one out of the way. What a uh, strange format we have going. It's a, <laughs> yes, three out of five. Uh, I mean, Hades is one of my top games. Saw uh, that coming. Yeah, from yeah. A while so away, right? let's talk. Let's talk about that too. That's on my list. Okay, it's a uh, it's a perfect. It. Yeah, it's a perfect uh, game in terms of the the loop game loop. The mechanics are so tight. The art is incredible. We're both, me and Dan are both huge fans of Supergiant. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I like roguelikes a lot. Um, I, I Obviously, we played Splunky 2, and I, there's lots of other roguelikes that I've delved into. Rogue Legacy, Dead Cells. Um, I rarely put as much time into them as I did Hades. And a big reason for that is just the 
uh, narrative aspect of Hades and the storytelling aspect of Hades because there's so much dialogue and the characters uh, are so well flesh- fleshed out and you and every time you die you yeah sure you're momentarily upset but you jump back in and like I'm, I'm excited to talk to people in that game yeah. which I'm I'm never excited to talk to people in games like <laughs> in life in life I, this podcast <laughs> is just torture for me no, I'm just, uh, but like one of the games on my honorable mentions list is the Final Fantasy remake um, because I enjoyed I enjoyed it didn't finish it enjoy, enjoyed it but what what really um, made me stop playing was every time I'd hit a section where I needed to walk around and talk to a bunch of people I was like nah, I'm not super interested in this whereas in Hades I was actively seeking out opportunities to talk to people because I just thought it was Really well written. The voice acting is really well done. And they improved. So like the uh, Supergiant's last game, which was Pyre, which was an awesome game, yeah. um, had really great. Uh, it's like it's like magic and NBA Jam. And, is yeah, NBA see. Jam, yeah. But the problem I had with it, which didn't stop me from playing it all the way through, was it was tons of dialogue and talking yes. in between each yeah. chunk of gameplay. And I was... Really, it really ground to a halt. Yeah, I was really interested in the gameplay, and I was also really interested in the talking. But it was it was a bad ratio, and Hades yeah. has like nailed it perfectly. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. agree. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say. I think I love all the weapons feel great, and it's interesting. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you have your Captain America shield that bounces around. You got your your spear and all that stuff. It's great. And the swings uh, are the swings in, in each like playthrough are are are, are like they must have really. They nailed the design on it because I'll be playing through on a run and it'll feel like a bad run and then I'll just get the right boon and then all of a sudden it feels phenomenal. And like yeah. it, it's this really great ebb and flow of that game. So I, I really I love think the 80s. I that's I would say the, there's a flip side to that where sometimes I feel like it's a little bit too left up to chance what your boons are to whether you're going to have a good run or not. Hmm. Um, so, but I think it's, it, I think it balances itself out. I don't think it's a net negative or positive. Mm-hmm. I think it just, it just works out well. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, cool. Uh, what's another one? Um, another one on my list, uh, which we talked about in some depth earlier in the year, dreams. Wow. That made your list. Wow. It, it awesome. It Unbelievable. Made my, it made my list not because, uh, I think it's a perfect game or anything um it's just it's like such a unique weird thing in video games that like i'm astonished that a they made it to begin with and b sony gave them the rope to make it like yeah uh it's 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 incredible that it exists at all and i really the time that i was in there playing dreams i really enjoyed uh making things trying to figure out the systems like it felt like a really like it felt like a weird wide open puzzle game where I just like, what's the puzzle I want to solve? And then I jumped in and tried to figure it out. And it was so cool. Um, which That's I, a great way of looking at it, like a puzzle game, because the puzzle is making the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was super cool from that from that aspect. Um, and then also, like, I, I just I can't I haven't stopped thinking about dreams to the point that, like, I've bought it as gifts for a lot of uh, like at least really? three, three people oh, over wow, the course wow. of the year. Um, mostly like, uh, like kid, like friend, like friends, kids who are like in that early teen range, uh, that are interested, either interested in art or interested in programming or both. Uh, I'm just like, you guys should play this game because it's 
great <laughs> and like yeah. it's such a cool entryway into like making games um or making art or or programming or any of that stuff i think it's such such a cool thing to exist i, I had to put it on my list so if... let me let me ask you this because yep. it's not on my list it's obviously not on damage's list um no it's not but a I big part that. of that is because i didn't uh interact with the part of the game that is making games mm-hmm. uh because that sounds like my job work work yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is all of our jobs i technically i mean yeah but some people some way, so. go home and do their job more and other people like me <laughs> try to get as far yeah. away from it as possible um yeah. but my question is how do you separate something like dreams which is a uh 60 dollar like 40 40 40 okay okay 40 dollar uh like 20 now Okay, (laughs) like entertainment package um, meant to be like an outlet for expressing creativity and putting your stuff out there compared to like just like downloading Unreal Engine 4 and learning. I don't want to say I don't want to say finger quotes actual game design because I do think you are kind of learning actual game design through dreams. Like a lot of that stuff definitely translates, Mm -hmm. but uh on the from my perspective the only difference is like unreal engine is like uglier and less user friendly so like, i guess not, like what yeah what pushes it over the edge for you where dreams well, becomes this like game of the year contender well uh so that's and that's like a lot of like when we first started playing it and we were talking about it at work remember when we were in the office at work uh people oh, were like God, we had that yeah r.i.p yeah. uh it was like what, what like why is that any different than just a working and b why not just grab unreal or something and do it i think for one thing there's a huge like accessibility in terms of the interface and the way it tutorializes things it does a really great job at that i don't think like unreal's tutorials are fine but they're not accessible in the same way that like having a little character walk you through how to do stuff is accessible but also on the other the other part of accessibility is that like not everybody has a computer a like not everybody has a computer a lot of people have a console not everybody has a computer um so like these kids that i'm that i'm gifting it to you know they might they might not have a computer but they have a video game console and so that's a really cool way for them to like dip their toe into this way to create and design games and they're they're used to playing games and so like if you say hey make a game by playing this game that's an easier step than like here is this new software you've never seen before in your life. Walk through the tooltip highlighted tutorials of Unreal. Go on YouTube and find what you're looking for. It's just like there's a ramp up in Dreams. There's zero ramp up in Unreal, and so it's a totally oh no, you mean an infinite ramp up where it's just a wall you have to scale. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, exactly. Um, I have a similar. I have another answer that's basically. Kind of the same answer, but in a slightly different kind but of approach. But Danish to it. is saying it now, so yeah. listen up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. it's a, maybe it's a, it's a distillation <laughs> of what you're saying. Um, in Unreal, if you want to do something extremely specific, you just do it. There's a thing to do that one thing. In in well, dreams, okay, I, most of the time, most of the time, uh, um, in dreams, it takes you three or four or five steps to do that same thing, right? Now, that's technically inefficient, but the reason why that's better is because you have to learn less things. So you have, let's, I'm just throwing out like random numbers. Let's say you learn 20 things in dreams and to do the other like thousand things, you use those 20 things in different ways and you 
pile them on top of each other and you keep adding to it. And it's inefficient, but the good part is you only need to know those 20 things. It's, it's the difference between having a Lego piece that is a dragon and building a dragon out of Legos. Like, one is just you have the thing and it's there and it's what you want. And the other way is you're using creativity and puzzle, like problem solving and and building something out of these more smaller component pieces. And now I have my dragon, not just that stock shitty exactly. Lego Exactly. It's what yeah. the Lego movie wanted to teach us, and then they sold us a bunch of Lego movie sets that built exactly <laughs> one thing. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is I – so uh, one more thing about Dreams. We I spent a lot of hours on it. I think, Dan, we were kind of working on a game back and forth. Uh, which Hover was League. Hover, Hover League, yeah. It was on this podcast. We we were making Hover League, one Man, of our ideas. I speak for the fans when I say we all had such high hopes for Hover League. <laughs> it's still it's in it's still in progress. Look it's in progress. <laughs> is that on your on your? Uh, it is on play? a shelf. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shelf. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, but it was it was really one of the highlights was like I would take I would figure out oh my god I figured out how to do the like trajectory arc and I would take a video of my screen and I would like text it to Dan look what I did and. He would do the thing, and we just kind of send back and forth, and that was super fun. It was fun collaboration, uh, making a game, which is like what we do all the time. <laughs> it was but. also it, that that sounds a lot like a uh, a pre COVID primer for trying to share your work over the internet and show people <laughs> yeah. what you're working. On. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's your what's your last three of five? Uh, my last three of five. I'm gonna say so we're gonna we're gonna go around round two is gonna be our top twos for <laughs> each one. Weird. This is a great great structure. Well, top twos? No, I already told you my top one. Oh, okay, fine. I thought we weren't right. ranking two, them. Two other ones. Two other, two other of the ones. Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say uh, Griftlands. Griftlands was one of my oh, top really? games. Yeah. Wow. I've heard that uh, name. I, what is it? It is. A, I played it too. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a it's a um, roguelike ish deck building game from clay uh software they've done lots of things that i like most notably don't starve um oh. but uh mark of the ninja yeah. mark yeah mark of the ninja invisible ink uh they i think they were a publisher on darkest dungeon anyway doesn't matter um they did i always love their games they usually do like 2d art styles too which i jive with quite a bit um but yeah, it was it was just a cool game. It was really unique. Uh, it was like there's a narrative to it, which always helps me uh, with roguelikes, as we as we discussed with Hades earlier. Um, and it was like a cool world where like you're a, uh, there's different backstories you could pick. Uh, but like you were the one I picked was like you're formerly formerly uh, a laborer in this thing that you've escaped, and now you're kind of being a mercenary. But the like hook for me really was all that stuff was great. Like uh auxiliary stuff but the real hook was the battle system was was twofold you could do like battle like regular old battle but there's also like a conversational battle system where you would play cards like uh like um segway and it would allow you to like pivot the course of the battle to something totally different or like um i, I can't i can't it's been so long since i played it i can't remember all like a good yeah. example of it but they were just really like really unique cards and like a really like counterpoint unique... yeah and like yeah repost were... yeah, yeah repost like they were funny uh the names were funny the art was great and um it was just a really cool unique thing that i i played like a whole playthrough pretty quickly uh of like of the you know loop um 
And uh, a lot of games I'll just like try and then bounce off of, and this one stuck with me for a while, and I still remember it, and I still it's still on my playing list, so I'm yeah. gonna get back to it eventually. I think actually it might be a cheat because I don't know if it's actually out yet. It might still. Be I think it's early, not out yet. Still in early access, so mm-hmm. just cut this whole part from the podcast. It's not out yet, <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed uh, I, it a lot. Yeah, I played it too, and I, I agree. I think it's very cool. It I did bounce off of it. I didn't go through a whole playthrough. Um, I think there's a little bit of the um, the glue gluing the all the battles together didn't grab me as much, mm-hmm. but I, I really did like the individual like battles and stuff. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So a couple of mine that we've already talked about is uh, Hades and Alex. I'll go on to another one that I think Dan probably is one of your remaining ones is Miles Morales. It's on my list. It's not, is also on my list. I don't know if it's on my okay. top five, but it's on my mentions. Oh, list. oh, it's on my top five. Yeah, it's on my top five. I think. Uh, it's really just like a perfect game. It's 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 a great extension of the previous Marvel Spider-Man. Um, I like the characters. I like the story. Uh, when when we talked about it on the podcast, we did mention a few like nitpicks, you know, like with powers and things. But yeah, it just was so much fun. It's maybe the only game I beat this year. <laughs> it's possible. I have to look. Actually, that to, might be true for me too. It's not a short <laughs> game either, so that's not a bad. Yeah, accomplishment. It's a it's yeah. a perfect size game. Yeah, um, th- yeah. I just love everything about it. The combat was fun. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, yeah. you know, I I realized this belonged on my list, um, because of what happened yesterday, where I was I turned on Avengers Infinity War, and there's there's a scene early on where Spider Man is like swinging around when the big ship is appearing over the city. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. swings around and he does stuff. And I was like, man, that looks how the game feels. Like the game yeah. nailed oh, yeah. feeling like Spider-Man swinging around so well. And like, I don't even, I, I can't even remember if they changed the swing mechanics that much from the first Spider-Man or the, I guess the more recent Spider-Man game. I don't game. think so. No. They added. Um, they did change his animation. Yeah, like, I think it's Miles, the animation. Yeah, Miles' animation is more like inexperienced like he flails a little yeah. bit more, which i love yeah like that flailing backflip he does mm-hmm. sometimes like i don't know there's just something about it just that extra little thing it just felt good like nobody likes the it makes you feel like spider-man thing but it, it does though. it really does, it does yeah, yeah it really does i mean i yeah, love the rules. first i love the first spider-man or not the first spider-man but the first insomniac spider-man i yeah. thought it was great and i played the heck out of it um but it did get a little long in the tooth with some of the side mission stuff and so like miles morales being uh like a little bit shorter and like a little more focused was was awesome and uh i love what they did with that character and that world and the whole thing was fantastic now that's a world that feels alive danish (laughs) (laughs) does uh cyberpunk did not make my top five just uh in case you were alluding to that um no i just just pulling back to your yeah quote uh, all right, so another one for me, uh, which we have not talked about. And well, you should do your top four because you. Okay, so my number five is my Miles Morales. Uh, my number three is Hades. My number two is Alex. Uh, my number four we haven't talked about yet, and it's uh, one that may surprise you. It is Ghost Runner, the other oh. cyberpunk game. Oh, wow. That jumped up the charts quick. That only came out like yeah. a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, a month, maybe a month, a month ago. I don't know. Time has no yeah. meaning. Has no meaning. Uh, this game, I have not finished it. I'm, I'm actually pretty far in it, though. Um, and it's one of those games where 
as soon as I started, actually I started playing it, I think it might've been on the extra life stream. Um, and I, I played it for hours, uh, with, without stopping because I just couldn't stop playing it. It was so fun. The music was so good. It, the controls were incredible. I'm not great at mouse and keyboard. In fact, earlier this year, uh, one of my honorable mentions, Doom Eternal, um, taught me, I taught myself how to play mouse and keyboard <laughs> FPS uh, with that game. And I got okay at it. And then Ghost Runner like really tests that ability <laughs> to, to really aim and really make fast movements. And it just feels amazing. It's like, like Miles Morales and Ghost Runner are the two best like m locomotion, like movement games of the year. Uh, and yeah, it's just a great vibe. Um, it's, it's also that thing with like trials, the trials, like motorcycle game, which I love. It's like one of my favorite games of all time because it's got that Twitch, like, you know, Celeste, like that style of like twitchy diary start, diary start, diary start, because it's so fast and it's like muscle memory, like testing out your muscle memory. I love those games. Granted, like if you can restart instantly, I think it's a huge part of it. And Gross Runner, you do. And so, yeah, it's just a ton of fun to just get the perfect run, you know, in that game. I, I, I don't know if you guys, have you guys, either of you tried it? No, but I get the impression that it is, I wish Cyberpunk had some of that in it. Because I, 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 I kind of, in Cyberpunk, I find myself trying to sort of be that type of character where right you know you're the ninja you're running off walls you're jumping on stuff you're you're dodging bullets just just to like close the gap between you and somebody yeah. else to like take them out and in cyberpunk how that looks is i jump <laughs> over a wall and a guy sees me and i run at him and he backpedals and i can't close the gap because he's just backpedaling shooting at me and then <laughs> I, <die. laughs> and I would yeah. love to have you know a little bit more like Op like a little more openness in, in in terms of that like run and gun. Well, no, oh my more God. like run and sword gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that Ghost Runner meets Cyberpunk would be, I guess the closest thing would be like Mirror's Edge Two, <laughs> but that didn't work as well because Mirror's Edge Two was, hey, let's take Mirror's Edge, which is Ghost Runner owes a lot to for sure uh, in an open world. So I mean, oh, I, yeah. it, it's gonna be hard to do, but it would be awesome. Uh. So I didn't play it yet because I'm worried about motion sickness is like my main yeah. hang up <laughs> on that one. But uh, maybe I'll give it a try. I mean, I got motion sick when we tried to play a surgeon simulator too That's earlier this year. crazy. We had a stream all planned out. It was I like know. 10 minutes before the stream. And it's like, <laughs> I'm dying right now. It was close. I think it was pretty damn close <laughs> when, we, when we canceled the stream. The thing is, I can see that though, that that game has swimmy cameras. Uh, Ghost uh, Surgeon Simulator does. Yeah. Um, Ghost Runner has pretty precise movement, so I don't know. It's worth trying. In fact, I can. I think you could like lend out your Steam library. Right? We should. We should do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I have one game left. Do you guys want to go around with your uh, your fourth out of fifth game? Do you want to hit our honorable mentions before we we do? Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'll do my honorable mentions really quick because we've talked about most of them. Um, Spelunky Two, one of my honorable yep. honorable mentions, of course. Same. Yeah. Same. We, I mean. We, we streamed it, you know, our um, vote writers stream, I think was like a highlight this year. It was so much that fun. Was a, it was definitely it was a highlight, a personal highlight for me. Yeah. For year, being uh, able to do uh, something like that. It was so nerve, nerve wracking and, and, but it, we, we actually did it and it turned out really good and people liked it. And uh, yeah. And you can watch that obviously archived, but um, 
I mean, we played so much Spelunky too, just like on stream, off stream. It was yeah, we did like three more streams outside of that one. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, I still think we need to beat it though. Like we need to get together again and God, beat we it. We do. We gotta just just hunker down. Hunker down. Yeah. 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 Good maybe maybe bef- before before New Year's, maybe we won't invite Jeff because he fucking hates that game. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing against Jeff. I'd love to play with Jeff, but yeah. man, does he hate Spelunky he really, too? Yeah, yeah, he does. He, he does not like it at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> my next game is for the reasons I mentioned before: Destiny Two Beyond Light. I just yeah. play it. I'm I'm shackled to it. Uh, it's got great highs, um, but usually it's just pretty okay game to sit down with late mm-hmm. at night and whatever. So that's yeah. Destiny Two. Uh, then I have. Animal Crossing. Um, wow. I don't feel like it's fair to talk about 2020 without mentioning how Animal Crossing, like I'm laughing, but I'm pretty serious when I say Animal Crossing probably saved lives this year. Like a lot of lives oh, as far yeah. as like keeping people home and keeping people not depressed, like having something to do. I think Animal Crossing, man, that should be like, someone should build a monument to Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> And then my last one is Astro's Playroom because it is the yep. only game. I finished that, that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's two you finished this year. That's two. Good job, Danish. It's the only game I Actually, platinumed I, this year. I platinumed it too. Did you? Oh, oh so you saw like yeah. the secret last level. Uh oh. You have to if you platinumed it. Uh, well, plat I guess I guess I didn't technically look, but I got all the puzzle pieces and all the artifacts. Did you did you fight a dinosaur? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the, that's a secret. I mean, yeah, because you have to do oh, okay. everything else before it unlocks that world. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize that, but yeah, that was so much fun. And oh, did, my do you God. remember, do you remember the reference that it, it's making? I knew what the reference was, but I don't remember it when it happened. Yeah. So I think I, I remembered it. it I had this awesome. kind of like, Oh, I, I get what's going on here, but I don't re- like, I don't have that. Like the, the, the emotional punch that I bet a lot of people got out of it. Yeah. It was so cool. Well, the first, my first thought was, it was a reference to Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's I did then too. I realized, yeah. Then I realized, Oh wait, no. Cause it says it. And then it's like, Oh yes, that's was before Tomb Raider. Anyway. Yeah. So that's another one. Um, I, that's yeah, player on my list it's it's rules. it's so much fun it's it's just like great control so much detail so much comedy um also i i want to give astro uh, astro best soundtrack of the year um, oh my god the gpu song man the I was gpu song is the best amazing it's and so good fact, that they put the the lyrics to the song in the game as like yes they did <laughs> and i honestly we would just Stand there in a nice vista where you see the computer in the background, and just you just watch him sing it. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing. yeah, the computer would like dance around and it would animate and stuff. Oh, Man, what so a good! It was just like that's that is why that game belongs on a list because like it wasn't the best platformer of all time by any means, and like it, it was the best platformer this year. Um, I mean, Ori is close. Ori's on my list for honorable mentions. I never played Ori. I should. I feel yeah. like Ori's probably a better platform because, it, like, yeah. the thing is, Astro has those those really tech demo-y sections that are clearly yeah. just to be like, this is what the controller can do. And I, I think that's, I, I thought that's really uh, gimmicky, but it's just a fun, lighthearted, not that hard game that you just enjoy yeah. the hell out of. For I don't know what, how long did it take you to platinum it? Like five hours probably yeah yeah less yeah. than that probably yeah um cool any other honorable mentions you dan uh we already hit splunky 2 which is on there yep. for me for sure 
Uh, Crusader Kings 3 is on my list because nice. uh, I, uh, I got that on Game Pass. Uh, maybe Game Pass <laughs> should be on my honorable mentions list. I mean, list. that's that's game of the year. <laughs> but uh, I got on Game Pass and like I never, I've tried playing Crusader Kings 2, I think, and it was totally possible for me to figure out what was going on there. But Crusader Kings 3, Kings 3, they've made it more accessible, it seems like. Or I've become smarter in my old age. And uh, it was just enjoyable. I like played the heck out of that over um, like in October or whenever that came out. So that's, cool. the, that's the kind of game that I would have loved when I was in college or something. Like when I had tons of free time, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how you're playing it. <laughs> uh, actually, I played it a lot when we were visiting my parents. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah. like everybody would fall asleep in front of the TV at like, 9 30 and i just was there on my laptop and um, oh that's that's sweet yeah it was pretty good i enjoy it yeah it's, it's sweet great great quality time um and then i have i have two uh another um i don't know if this came out this year but uh supernatural on oculus vr is yeah. on my honorable mentions list it's a workout app actually uh yep. more or less a ripoff of beat saber but but yep. um it's got uh, daily uh, routines that are new every day and often pretty much have some new songs in them every day there are repeat songs that come up but lots of new music it's all like you know music you'd know from artists you'd know um and it's like the only thing that's like kept me working out at any sort of yeah. regularity it's just like i i'm excited to do the next day's uh routine and it, they're like legit workouts they're not oh, yeah yeah there's some of them that like just destroyed me not as mm-hmm. much as Matt destroyed me in Pistol Whip, but like they are <laughs> uh, legitimate workouts. We both barely made it on that one alive. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I was just I was just pleasantly surprised. So much so that I signed up for a whole year of that. And it's a subscription. I, did too. Wow. I, did. I think I yeah. I think I need to because Pistol Whip is very fun, but I've been playing it. I just I just looked up when it came out because I was like, oh man, did that come out this year? Because that probably belongs on one of my lists. I don't think so. It really was November seventh, twenty nineteen, and I've been oh, playing yeah. it just barely. I've been playing it very regularly that whole time. Um, wow. yeah. So I'm kind of getting tired of it at this point, especially when I put that weight of this is a workout on there, right? Where it's like this is a workout, but I'm playing the same fucking yeah. song, you know. Yeah uh so yeah i should i should really look into that i wasn't on board with the payment thing but now i'm getting there there's like a is it a two-week free trial um that you can something like that something like that and and like for me like i agree like pistol whip is a great workout but uh you play it enough and then you either get good enough so it's no longer as much of a workout because you just know the way it's gonna you know it's still a workout but it's not quite as worky out as it used to be i like to think i'm just in extraordinary shape Mm -hmm. sure uh (laughs) <laughs> and like the thing with supernatural is i it, because it is billed as a workout app or a workout game like i'm like okay i'm going to work out and there's mm-hmm. not like this fuzziness mm-hmm. of like i'm playing a game but it's a workout um yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like i'm gonna work out and it's gonna be entertaining enough for me to work out and that's great so and it's also it's got the, the reason why it costs money i assume is because the amount of content is kind of crazy. Like they, mm-hmm. the amount of songs they license, the amount of new tracks they make. So They're every single trainers day, to like talk you through yeah. things every every for every lesson. So every day you log on and you're going to get a new song. You're going to yeah. get a new track pra- practically. And oh, it does wow. have it does have like multiplayer like scoreboardy stuff um, that you can check in the app. Me and Danish have been kind of every single workout that I try to compete with Dan. And we're talking about like the, the the ranges are like in the thousands, like you know, fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, something like that. I'm always 
20 to 50 points behind him every <laughs> single time. I'm so close. He always edges me out. So if you get um, if you get a, if you get in there, Matt, well, I'm sure you'll destroy both of us in no time. Oh, not right now, dude. I'm in such horrendous shape. I, this this last holiday week has destroyed me. Just, <laughs> well, I've destroyed myself. I think is what happened. Um, Here's my yeah, only nitpick I, I about get the in there. my only nitpick about the workout of Supernatural is that it really only I mean it gets your heart rate up for sure. So it's cardio, absolutely. Yeah. But um. It's just basically your shoulders. <laughs> it just destroys your shoulders. And you, I, can't, I don't know, Dan, do you do it every single day? Because I, it destroys me one day. I don't feel like I'm going to get anything out of it the second day because my shoulders are still recovering. I don't know. I, I usually get three a weekend, about that much. Yeah. Um, and that they sounds have, right. They have different intensities, you know, low, medium, high, and they have like meditation and yeah. lots of stuff in there. So. Do you think that thanks to VR, there's going to be like a new generation of huge shouldered children that, that get raised <laughs> up? Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my last add-on will mention is a, a personal one. Uh, it's, this is not a game that came out this year by any stretch. It's chess. Chess.com. <laughs> chess. <laughs> Wait, I thought that, that was this hot year. new thing, chess. Yeah, chess. I don't know if you guys have heard about this game. It's called chess. I've just been playing a lot of it, and it's like helped me get through some. I mean, you know, this year has been whatever. It's yeah. my it's my chess.com, uh, which is like a great app and website, and like a yeah, great place to play it. That is my Animal Crossing for 2020. So I had to throw yeah. it. In there. I can see that. Um, a couple. I'll throw a couple uh, uh, honorable mentions. Um, only because I just started and I'm only a couple hours in, but I'm getting on the Immortals Phoenix Rising train. Uh, oh. Excellent, excellent game. Very, very good. Nice. Um, Cyberpunk, just because, again, I've only put... Uh, I've put actually a decent amount of time, like over 10 hours, but I still feel like not far enough to really... It's a lot for Danish. But Yeah, it is a lot it for is. me. Um, and then uh, Ori... Oh, Carrion. Carrion is an awesome game. Uh, yeah. Almost made my top five. Uh, War Zones, uh, Call of Duty War Zone. I played a multiplayer, uh, the zo- specifically the zombies mode. It was so much fun. Um, so those are mine. Oh, and then the, finally, uh, it would have made my list for sure if it came out this year, but a 2019 game, I believe, Observation, which we played on the stream on this podcast. I thought it was just phenomenal. Did I love the of style of it. I didn't we... play more of it, no. Uh, but I just love the style of it. I love the story of it. It just... The graphic design of it is incredible. It's like basically UI the game kind of. <laughs> it really uh, is. But it's so slick. It's so cool. So, nice. yeah, Observation is my honorable mention. Uh, all right, what are your last remaining games of the years? Um, I've just gone first every time, so I'll go again. Yeah, yeah go it. for it. Um, mine is Cyberpunk. Wow. I, and don't this isn't my top pick. This is not, like yeah, I said, I'm, I'm not ranking it. Yeah, it's one of the five, and it's you guys kind of organically hit my other four, so that's why this is yeah. last. Um, but I didn't, I didn't think Cyberpunk was gonna make any of my list. I wasn't even like, I was like kind of excited for it just because it's like, you know, yeah, I, of game. course everybody's gonna be buzzing about this game. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. gonna play it. Me too. But I wasn't thinking it was gonna make a list by any means, and I'm still a little weird about it because. The got the game's so broken. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't do anything without seeing at least somebody's arm doing something weird or a weird or like a, a loot that it just won't let me pick up or a car that's half buried in the gar- in the ground. Um, that happened to me once, finally. Oh my gosh. That was my that was my sixth bug. 
I'm at six. <laughs> I'm at like six bugs now. I f- I could. I bet I could stream that game right now and show you like three thousand bugs in fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, um, we we always joke about that. And I actually still want to do it. Is where I stream myself. And, like, <laughs> you should do. That. Have like a you know the bug free timer in the upper corner and see how, like, well, how long it lasts. X minutes. X minutes. Yeah. X seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I'm so I beat it. I don't know when did I posted it in our Discord. I, I beat it yeah. days ago, last week yeah. sometime. And I definitely got the bad ending. I got the worst possible mm-hmm. ending you could get. And I was like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> and then I kind of looked up, what do you have to do to get different endings? And just very generally, um, the basic idea is do more side quests. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go do more side quests. And there's so much content in these side quests. There, It's like, if I were to compare, compare it to like a Destiny campaign, each side quest is like a full Destiny t- campaign. Like there's so wow. much story going on. There's so many different experiences going on there. Um, once, you know, once I, I wade through that swamp of bugs to see what's on the other side, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And I'm still playing it. Like I beat the game already. I'm still playing it. I'm still staying up until like 3 a.m. most nights wow. playing this game. There's yeah. just something about it that feels real good and real fun. Is there what if you get the ending and then go keep playing? Can you get another ending? Or it gives that... you it knocks you back out. Well, I don't know about that specifically. It knocks you back out before the final mission. And my okay. assumption is if I go back and do all this stuff, things yeah. will change in some way. Like I said, I, I really tried to avoid spoilers and when I was looking up how to get other endings. So that's it. my assumption. I hope that's true because I wouldn't want to play through the whole game and all the side quests again. And still get the same to, ending. To get another ending. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. So yeah, I hope so because, like I said, it, it really surprised me how much I'm liking this game and how much, you know, like Kelsey's playing it. We're both talking about it a lot. Uh, it's just like, I don't know, kind of dominating our household right now. Are you guys having yeah. different experiences or would you say you're converging on a lot of stuff now? Uh, we are close, but Kelsey loves murder. And I, <laughs> and I'm I uh, I stealth around and try not to kill anybody. That's that's my whole thing. Although that game, that game's so like I, we could get it a whole bag of words, but that game will glitch out in ways where characters. Here's I will knock a character out and I'll pick up their body and be like, I need to get this body to not the middle of the room so that yep. nobody sees it. And I'll put the body down and it, the body explodes like blood flies <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and I think they're dead. I don't. I don't know. Like Amazing. I just set the body down and I hear, and there's blood everywhere. So, you know, I try not to kill Great. people, but the game's fighting me on that one. Great. That's great. All right, Dan, what do you got left? Um, so the last game I have on my list that we haven't mentioned is, uh, Streets of Rage 4. That's on my honorable mention. I forgot to mention. Yeah. It's, it's real good. Yeah. It's, it's just like really good. Great art, solid beat em up. Uh, co-op is fun. I, when I got that on switch and I played through it, um, pretty much right away, uh, it was enjoyable the whole time. And then I played through it again, uh, with a friend online, um, so I don't know. It just uh, it was a great game and super enjoyable. Nothing too complicated, but perfect for what it was. Yeah, and I think that they do a lot of really clever small things to make the game like deep, uh, mm-hmm. deeper than I thought at least. Like when I think of beat 'em ups, like the original Streets of Rage, I just or like Turtles in Time or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do, but in Streets of Rage Four, there's a 
there's some elegant depth to it i'll yeah, say for sure yeah you yeah. can just get through it button mashing but yeah there's some interesting systems there um that are just uh they're fun like it's it's great because it kind of lets you master something without having to spend a ton of time learning it all so yeah uh, and yeah, the characters feel cool and, they, and the style is yeah i mean the it's art like is just one of the phenomenal. best looking games of the year absolutely yeah um, one other mention that I, uh, honorable mention that I didn't say was uh, Star Renegades. It's we talked about it on the podcast before. It's kind of like a roguelike uh, turn-based RPG thing, which I thought was really cool. Um, so the final game that I have not yet said, uh, I've talked about it before on this podcast. My maybe my number one game of the year I, is Ghost of Tsushima. Ah, yeah. Was that you're gonna be? Was that, that was my guess yes. too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, it's the total package. It's it's a great open world. It's fun to dick around. It's fun to, it's gorgeous. Ride your horse around, look at diff, do different things. Uh, the combat is so much fun. It's maybe my favorite combat of the year. Uh, even more than like Spider-Man or Hades, I think Ghost of Tsushima combat is so much fun. And uh, what really, and I think it would have made my top five, but really what put it at number one were the raids. The raids were so much fun. It, it's something that I've come to late Everyone kind of has been doing like Destiny raids or WoW raids. This is the first time I've done it, and it was just phenomenal. In fact, um, you're getting it. The, you're getting raids now. I got you? it. The uh, it split up into three chapters, and we just our raid crew just beat the final chapter like two or three days oh. ago. And so, you guys, yeah, did you look up like guides and stuff, or did no, you? No, not at all. Yes. Oh my yeah. man, it's so I'm so, so good. happy. Yeah, no, you ha- you can't, you can't. You got to figure think, well, it out unless you so, unless you hit a brick wall, but you know. Well, what happened was for for the last one, we got it. We figured it out and we're like, okay, we're getting closer, closer, closer. And then we did look up like tips and tricks. Sure. Like, hey, you know, what are, so that's something, but that's like, I don't think that counts really. Um, but yeah, that's fen- phenomenal. And uh, I I can't believe that Legends mode is free. It's it's just mind blowing. It's so much hours and hours of content. Wait, I spent, okay. I spent, somebody's going to have yeah. to explain this to me because my understanding was... And maybe I'm right. I hope I'm wrong. My understanding yeah. was you play through the whole game. You have a story. You have your Tsushima boy, yep. and then the you get this. Is it like a DLC or something that opens the world up, or is it a whole different thing? It's kind of a whole different thing. It's a different yeah. menu option on the main menu, and it after the like you know a few months after the game launched, they released it for free as a DLC. You download it. Now you have this new option called Legends Mode. And we actually do a kind of a clever thing where the Legends mode has story content, which, which you can co-op with two people. Then they have like other modes, which are four people, and then the raid. Um, it's what's actually kind of cool about it is the story stuff. Uh, you they they add links to it in the main campaign. So if you never, if you're like, I don't know what that is. Fuck that. I'm not going to try that. If you're just playing the main story campaign, there'll be a guy sitting there randomly, and you walk up to him. And he's like, "Let me tell you a story," and then like it brings you into one of the story missions of the legends mode. Oh, that's so it's, cool. it's pretty, it's pretty cool the way they that do that. Cool. Um, so is, is your, because you're, you're doing raid stuff and you have yeah. your whole character progression and gear score. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. for all that stuff, is that carried over from the campaign or is that all different? No, it's, within legends? it's all, it's totally different. It's totally self-contained. So yeah, do to, I even need so to buy you, Ghost of Tsushima to play this? I think you yes. do. Yeah, I think so. I think you do. But here's what I would say is like, uh, at least half of our four-man crew that did it uh, bought the game kind of for Legends mode and played it exclusively. And then only now, like having played hours and hours and hours of it, 
are going back to the campaign as like Damn. like the bonus, you know. So it's like, yeah. so you can do that, and I would recommend it. And in fact, um, I want. I mean, it's a thing that I don't want to do because I don't want to be the guy who knows how to do stuff in the raid. But I would re- I would recommend you and Dan and Jeff do it. Yeah, uh, it'd be amazing. Um, That'd be and, so fun. Uh, yeah, like, I you guys, it's. I've said before, I don't care about like samurai like the. That aesthetic just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. But man, once you start talking about raids and gear scores, <laughs> I'm in. Like, the, gear, you, the gear system is so clean. It's so clean. What are yeah. you doing right now? Right Let's now? Oh, um, we're on a podcast. We're, we're on, on a podcast. podcast. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Uh, I'm we'll done. figure it yeah. out. So here's, I'm, here's my, I'm here. co-oping Demon Souls with Danish, and I'm yeah. raiding, uh, raiding um, Ghost, Ghost. With, with Matt and Jeff. All right. Here's yeah. here's my problem. We this should not be on the episode. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about our private lives right now. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, let's run through our list just again. Uh, mine is Ghost of Tsushima, Half Life, Alex, Hades, Ghost Runner, and Miles Morales. Dan, you go ahead. All right, mine. Want to. No, mine. Mine was uh, my top five were Hades. Uh, Dreams, Griffslands, Streets of Rage Four, and Miles Morales uh, made it on there for the last one. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a half-assed attempt at ordering the uh, putting okay. these in an order. Uh, right. I'm gonna say Half-Life, Alex, Demon Souls, Miles Morales, Last of Us Two, Cyberpunk. Awesome, cool. It was pretty pretty solid year. Uh, I actually played a you know one two three four, forty games this year. Holy shit! Wow. Jesus. Now here's the thing though. That's that's Danishing, baby. Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's that's eighty that's, minutes of gameplay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I probably I, you know Dan and Danishing aren't too far off to be perfectly yeah. honest because I I probably bought that many games this year. Uh, I definitely have not put any amount of time into most of them oh i i gotta i gotta give a shout out to fall guys and uh star wars squadrons um, oh yeah you know star wars squadrons was such a flash in the pan for me I thought it was it's it, gonna be such a bigger deal for me but it didn't quite yeah do it. it didn't stick either but even though i i loved what i did play of it um and then fall guys man we, i still play i still play i, I jumped I into up, season three i did yeah. too we probably were playing yeah. at the same time didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So, yeah, good stuff. Oh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. I played a lot of that, actually. Um, so, yeah, this is rounding out. Not quite, you know, honorable mention territory, but just games I really, you know, still like this year. Oh, Fast <laughs> and the Furious. We can't talk. We can't. Oh, talk my about God. That's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Crossroads, Guys, Fast, maybe and the, we could... Fast and Furious is so fun. I it don't care so what fun. anybody says. It's, it is fun in the exact same way that the movies are, the movies fun, are fun in that Absolutely. it's bad, but it's fun. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. What about Avengers, Matt? I'm surprised that wasn't on your list. I considered it because I, like it's 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 such a it's a complicated thing to talk about because it's so it <laughs> the bulk of the game is something I kind of hate. It's just got this like ten percent <laughs> of a game in there that I thought was awesome, and I don't know how fair that is to mm-hmm. put that on a list. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't feel right. I gotta go with my gut on that one. It just sure. didn't feel yeah. right. I, I'm, it's in my playing queue. I I started playing that and I'm enjoying it. Uh, D- Danish, I did have one question for you about Ghost. Uh, yeah. When you first talked about it, you said you were playing exclusively in Kurosawa mode. Is that still the case? So here's uh, no, it's not, and because a Legends mode, uh, I think you still can. Actually, I don't know if you even can play it in Kurosawa mode. But for whatever reason, like, and also because it's fucking hard, and you need to, you need every visual cue 
possible. There's probably color uh, cues and shit, right? Uh, yeah, there's color cues and stuff. Um, I turned it off for Legends mode, and then when I went back to um, the main campaign, I just left it off. Um, and once in a while, I'll turn it back on, and I'm like, oh, man, this does look so cool. But uh, yeah, so I play... Overall, I played maybe half of the campaign in Corsair mode. All right. So uh, I got. I, 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 sorry, go I'm I'm changing the topic because I'm tired. That's fine. Of this. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna I was gonna pose a question uh, as sort mm-hmm. of like a wrap up question for you guys that I think is a little long. Uh, one more before you get to that. Okay. I know yeah. I keep saying one more game, Solitaire Conspiracy by oh, yeah. Bithel, uh, past and hopefully future guest Mike Bithel. Uh, I love his stuff and Solitaire Conspiracy is fantastic. And I didn't even see it on my list. Otherwise, that that easily makes my top 10. Um, yeah, definitely uh, more than an honorable mention for that. Yeah, awesome. That was awesome great. Game. All right. Sorry. So wrap up. Here's the question. Given the uh, uh, unprecedented times that we are in right now, where would you guys like to see the game industry go? <laughs> <laughs> In- <laughs> here's, what I'm get- here's what i'm getting here's what i'm getting at i would like to see a lot more small tight games i mean sure. yeah that's where i've been this whole time <laughs> yeah no i know it's like i'm I'm finally preaching landing on danish here. island here sorry what preaching to the choir here yeah, no, I just the reason why I'm I'm asking is like I think there's a lot of good reasons for it. Now I'm not really asking. I guess I'm just more arguing for uh than asking about. It's because we've been we've been seeing so many of these like unsustainably huge games with like Cyberpunk being part of them and playing through that game, I can't help but think if they had just like scaled this thing back by like 50%, they would still have a massive game and it would be awesome so i've even thought about like i agree and like my my playing and shelf list is enormous because i just can't i I don't have time to finish these games and they've got to really grab me like like matt like morales did and that's not even a long game that's like super short um for me to spend a lot of time i've considered for 2021 saying i'm only gonna play indie games which i know is not the same thing as Mm -hmm. like a tight short game but um no but i think that's their goal i think i think uh well i shouldn't speak for every indie game but i know like uh when i was doing indie stuff like the idea of just let's do something short and tight like just you know just like a solid experience let's not worry about how many hours this thing is yeah and so i i've considered it and i was gonna go look through the 2021 release schedule because i don't think there's anything on the horizon that i'm like super pumped about except for horizon (laughs) Hey-o. Only- Hey-o. I, that's on my playing list. I didn't finish that either. Neither did I. Yeah, and <laughs> especially with work from home, I is only complicating these things. I just want to see some tight games. Yeah, you know. So one thing I'll say for where I want to see is, and the industry is moving this direction, and I'm so happy about it. Is cross platform, cross play, oh, like all yeah. that stuff. And additionally, um, so okay. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising was a game that I really wanted to play and I was interested in. And I saw that it was on sale for with a coupon like $30 on Epic Game Store. And I was like, oh shit, do I want to put this on like my couch or my office? Like the, the constant question I always ask myself, like console or PC? And I actually want to play it on console. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait. Then I thought, 
Ubisoft has this thing where it's like cross-save. In fact, cross-save is almost more important to me than cross-play. Um, because what I want to do is pick it up across multiple systems and ideally only pay for it once. And uh, with Ubisoft's like game, basically a Game Pass equivalent, uh, you can do that across PC and Stadia. So this whole elaborate thing was like, okay, what if I buy it on PC? <laughs> sign up, uh, sign up for the Ubisoft Pass, pay fifteen bucks, get Immortals: Phoenix Rising on PC, play it on PC, get a Chromecast, get it downstairs, pick up my game when I feel like it on Stadia, have my save go over. Like I ended up not doing that; I just bought it on PS Five because it was also on sale. Turned sounds out sounds way easier. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, but I I do want to see more of this like cross save stuff, and I and I've heard other people say like Valhalla. Um, I want to say PC and Xbox or some, there's something where like you can even on console, like it uploads your save and you can play it on PC. Um, uh, anyway. Destiny, Destiny does that. If, if yeah, I, yeah. I play on my PC nonstop and that's where I buy the DLCs and all this stuff. And then a lot of this stuff, cause Destiny's technically free to play, although the, whatever um, I can then just go over to my console and sit down and if I want to like grind out some weird bounties or do whatever, I can just hop right over there. Same characters. Everything's exactly the same. Don't have to worry yeah. about it. It's huge. Love that. Love it. Yeah. I think, I think on that note, like this, like breaking down the walls of like consoles are their own weird little ecosystem and you play on a controller and the save files are different. Like get rid of all that yeah. stuff. I want to be able to, you know, hook up a keyboard and mouse to my console and play like that you know like i don't know why why can't i do that if it's a big thing put me in a different group of people if you have to but I should be you know what they the should do shit. yeah it, it should be like the uh, the um audible or like is it audible i don't know yeah it's basically yeah it's like okay you want to buy this book on kindle okay do you want to pay ten dollars more and get the audiobook too like yeah you want to buy this on PC? All right. You want to get ten dollars more and get it like on every console? Yes. Like I think it should be something like that. Like, I would do that do in that. a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, like, I, are they really expecting us to rebuy game? I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Anyway, it's a whole different topic, but that's that's what I like to see. And like I said, the industry is already going in this direction, so I'm happy to yeah. see it. I mean, that's that's part of why, like, I think the Switch was is is and was so great is because of that ability to play like in two different places. I know that's not quite the same thing, but like yeah. I could take it with me and play or I could play yeah. it on my TV and that's great. Also, that's part of the reason I love the Vita uh, because you could buy a game on PSN and it would, you'd get it on the Vita and on PS4 and the saves would, would transfer. Um, it was great. So I'd love to see that uh, everywhere with everything. Yeah. All right, then I think that's a good place to end it. 2020 was uh, something uh, unless hopefully <laughs> I think we got good games coming out in 2021, at least, you know, horizon zero Dawn, like a lot of awesome PS five games, Xbox games, halo is coming out. So we got good stuff coming. Um, what recommendations do you guys got for our listeners for this week? Can we just do a whole podcast of recommendations? <laughs> yes, we did. Something I got not re- video games. I got recos. What is it? I got a reco. Me and Kelsey did a fun thing. Um, it, because you can't go out and do stuff anymore. We got tickets to, it's called Mike Burbiglia. Burbiglia. No, Burbiglia. Working it out. Uh, And I guess it was presented by the Nowhere Comedy Club. And how it works is you buy a ticket, just like you're going to go out to a show, and then you get to stream his comedy show 
Um, I know there's tons of stuff that are doing this, but specifically Mike Birbiglia, uh, I think he's a great storyteller and a very funny person. Um, and it was, it was sort of in the format of his podcast, which I haven't listened to, but the idea is he's sort of trying out new material. He has this wall of, of like basically like post-it notes or something where he'll just, he'll just, he just grabs this stack of post-it notes and each one has the name of a joke on it and he'll just go through and perform these jokes for you and then he'll like sometimes the name of the joke is like kind of part of the punchline um and he's just like trying out and some of them are like total bombs and other ones are (laughs) really good but that's kind of the whole point it's still fun um one thing they did that is interesting that i could see being either great or terrible in our case it worked out pretty well is they let this is crazy there was like 500 people watching this they let you turn your mic on because it's a zoom call um, you do not have to mute yourself. And basically they just say, Hey guys, be adults. You can laugh. We want to hear your laughter, but don't talk. And for the most part, it was really good. Like you kind of felt like you were in an audience. It, it, wow. it's, it's that feeling of like the people immediately around you in an audience. You could really hear them. That's kind yeah. of like the, the feeling that it brought. Um, but yeah, it was this sort of cool, like, almost felt like we went out with other people to watch a show. It was awesome. That's cool. That's very cool. I actually bought tickets to see Birbiglia in June uh, at a real place. And then obviously that was canceled. And uh, yes, he's got more shows coming up. Check it out. It's fun. Yeah, I should definitely want to do this. This is great. Um, I'll go next. Uh, My uh, recommendation is a show on HBO Max called Joe Para Talks With You. And we've talked about uh, the show How To with John uh, John Wilson. Uh, is that what it was? Hold on, yeah. looking it up. I think that's what it is. Yeah, uh, it's a show we talked about. Yeah, How To with John Wilson, which is like a really weird show where a guy narrates random stuff and with <laughs> shots of New York. It's amazing. Um, it's really, really good. Joe Para Talks With You. If you like that, I think you will like this. It's uh, slightly different in that it's, it's still like 15-minute episodes that are about weird topics. It's very much like how to, um, except it's this guy, Joe Para, who has a character. Uh, he has a very, he's very soft spoken. He's very sort of like his demeanor is of an old man, even though he's a young man. He's got this like Bill Gates look to him from the pictures. I'm Yeah. Seeing. A little bit. Bill Gates, like kind of a nerdy thing. And he just talks very softly and just <laughs> talks about things. And so the, the one episode I really like uh, is episode two, I think is called, uh, Joe Para has breakfast or takes you to breakfast or something like that. Uh, it's it's just delightful. It's funny. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. If you like how to with John Wilson, check out Joe Para talks with you. I will check that out. I will as well. Dan, you got anything? Um, yeah. I, for my reco. Um, so I'm in a, a book club with some people from work. Uh, Danish, I believe you're an occasional attendee as well. Um and the most recent book we read was uh, one of the most enjoyable books I've read in a long time. Uh, it's wow. G- Gideon the Ninth. And it's like a mm, sci-fi fantasy necromancer thing. Um, but the world building it sets up is really interesting. And the characters are, are really interesting. And it's written in a very, I think it's like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away sort of scenario where it's, it's, it's I think it's way in the future, but it feels like it's in the past. Um, mm-hmm. But they talk very, very 
like modern day. Uh, some of the characters do anyway. So um, I don't know. It's really enjoyable. It's a part of a trilogy, of course. Um, but uh, we read the first one and the whole group liked it so much that for our next bit book, we picked the second one, which we almost never do. So Gideon wow. the Ninth, uh, the author is somebody that I should probably know. And I'm definitely not looking it up right now. Um, but definitely worth checking out. Tamsin Muir is the author, New Zealand writer. Let me ask oh, you something about book clubs. Okay. <laughs> is it like homework? Yes. Um, well, I mean, it depends on if you no, like I to mean, read or not, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's my question is how do you, I've never interacted with a book club in any way in my life. I I went through a, uh, a long portion of my life where I loved reading and then I decided I didn't have time and I haven't read a book in forever now but the idea kind of intrigues me but i'm also a slow reader and that so, always worries me so i felt the same way which is part of why i um joined the book club is because i kind of wanted a reason to read um our book club is very casual in that you oftentimes like half the group hasn't finished the book or even read the book or started to read the book um <laughs> so, so like so most of the time we in the pre in the in the or, before you know, times, before times yeah, yeah. Uh, we would get together somebody would cook dinner we'd just drink and chat about the book for a while usually it started with a recap for people who hadn't finished or read it and we'd just talk about if we liked it or not and then we'd just hang out and chat and so in the post times it's much the same minus the dinner and on zoom but everybody shows up recap the book talk about it a while and then just hang out and chat and drink so um you know, come for the book club, stay for the for the casual conversation and drinking. Um, but the thing that Danish mentioned is huge for me with uh, Kindle books and uh, and Audible books, where it does the syncing across them. So Whisper I like sync. I like to sit there and read, um, and I do that. Uh, but then it keeps in sync with the audiobook. So if I'm like taking the dog for a walk or doing chores, I just pop in the book and listen to it while I do that. And so that's usually. Again, in the before times, like my commute was the way I would finish books, um, and now it's a, a little more challenging. But um, I swear that that whisper sync thing still to me is like magical. It's I, great. The idea that the audio, like it, it knows when each word is being said. So like when you pick up the book again on Kindle, it picks up like the the last word you heard is where like the, the cursor thing is in the book. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy, it's crazy. And, and if you have yeah. the book up on your phone while you're listening to it, it'll highlight the words as you go along, which what? is yeah. unnecessary, but cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's but awesome. then also you get a discount. So like if you buy the Kindle book version for like 15 bucks, normally an audio book is like 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, but you can get the audio book for like another $10 on top of the Kindle price most of the time. So. Yeah. It's great. It's- mm-hmm. um, awesome. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Someone Should Make This. That looted for this year's episode of episodes of Someone Should Make This. Oh my gosh. Thanks How for many listening. Years we, wait, 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 wait. How many yeah. years have we been doing this thing? Uh, it'll be our two-year anniversary in February. Holy shit. That just like hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> no, I know. We're, we're coming up on our 100th episode. Oh my God. We got to yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is unsustainable. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's awesome. All right. Yeah, so this was, a, this was an awesome year for someone to make this. We, we started our Twitch channel this year, and we have uh, we, we didn't keep it up all the way, nope. but we had a good run there, and, uh, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> and we may do it again. Um, anyway, yes, uh, uh, tweet at us at, at Make This Podcast. 
And it would really help us out if you gave us a rating on iTunes. And if you have any comments about ga- a game idea of your own or think one of our ideas already exists, you can email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Mariachi Entertainment System for letting us use their awesome music for our theme song. You can hear more of their music at mariachimes.com. Until next week, we've done the hard part. Now someone, someone should make it. Do we still say that if we didn't pitch a game idea? I feel like oh, we yeah. need to change the whole the, thing. Are we going to do well, we did the hard, pitch episode? We did the hard, yeah. <laughs> we did the hard, we did part, the hard of, part of like playing games and talking about them. <laughs> this is a hard part, dude. Look at all the yeah. reviews. People are always complaining about the games that they're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did a pitch last week, so we're still that's still the podcast. Still oh, good, because I haven't done a pitch in like two months at this point. I'm, I'm telling you, I want to phase out the pitches. <laughs> It's the only way we can go on. I think it's the only way we can go on. No, we can do it. For how long? It can't go forever. Sure can. We're going to slowly turn into a million monkeys with typewriters where it's just gibberish most of the time. And then every once in a while. Every once in a while. (laughs) Guys, we have had... This is going to go after the credits. Guys, we have had 250, at least 250 ideas. That's a staggering number. That's a lot of gameplay. It is. That's thousands of hours of quality gameplay. Maybe that your whole thing about like wanting to have tighter, shorter narratives is really just a subliminal desire to like make this podcast ten tighter, shorter podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think anybody wants a tight, short podcast. I think people like long podcasts. Uh, I think. I think. I think. We've we've had many a discussion about this exact thing, right? Because Danish likes Danish likes a short podcast, but I like. I like both. I like both. Yeah. For me, a podcast serves a purpose and that it, well, used to. Fill time. Fill yeah. time driving to work. And yeah. since work was about a 40-ish minute drive, that's about how long I wanted my podcast to be. But longer than that was just extra. Um, I just want more content that I don't blow through so that one day I end up with, with a quiet car ride, which happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, mowing the lawn, et cetera, washing yeah. dishes. There's a lot of times where I, I mean, I still, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me because then I have multiple podcasts to listen to, so that it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need not to s- convinced. <laughs> I'm more convinced. We need a. We need a. We need a change up. We need a. Yeah. We need to mix. Email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell the, us what the show should be. What, what should we do? What do you? What's want? the What's the big change after episode? I, I figure we write out till episode 100, right? Yeah, and then and then after that, catastrophic change. Catastrophic. That's catastrophic. not the right word. <laughs> what if I went through? I, I I feel like this would be a better idea if you guys had lists. I feel like you and Jeff don't have lists. You and Danny. have what list? Ga- a list of your game ideas. Oh, for no. the podcast. See, I have a list, and I thought I it would list. be fun for a blowout episode where we just go through all the ideas that we didn't get to because they're like bad or stupid or whatever. Because um, I got a lot of those. Um, but then I, we okay. might also land on something where it's like, hold on now, you know? Yeah, hey, that's a good idea of, I love how we're doing this on the air. Uh, I love that. That's a well, great idea for credits. episode 100, no actually. No one's listening. No one's listening. Uh, that's a great idea for actual episode 100, I think. That yeah. is actually a great episode 100 idea, yeah. yeah. Although it, it you clears wanna... the decks. <laughs> it means that if we keep... Oh, yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's like, here, you can't you can't read the text, but these are my, this is my game idea list. Each wow. Break, each break is an idea. 
Holy How are crap. you always complaining about not having ideas? Because that's most of them are garbage. <laughs> but that's what we do. We start All with a garbage are... idea and then, you know, sand it down until it's not like a moderately okay idea. Um, <laughs> do you want to you want to uh, peek behind the curtain right now of an idea that I've never pitched because it's not really an idea? Sure. sure. It's called Jet Fighter VR. I love it. Two boys, one jet. But you don't have to be oh. boys, though. It's just that's yeah, just like Maverick like kind of and Goose. Yeah, that's a phenomenal idea. How is that a phenomenal? Right. Idea? It's just a VR jet game. That's the whole idea. That's great. There's right. nothing to talk about. <laughs> Guys, you're getting a bonus pitch this week. Here, here's what happens. Didn't think there'd be a pitch, did you? No. Uh, <laughs> Jeff will be happy. Um, it's the uh, Last Crusade airplane scene game where you're Indy and Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones is the gunner in the back. But here's the thing. Wait, didn't we do you, this? Wasn't this your Porco Rosso idea? Uh, I think I'm going somewhere different with it. Uh, this one, um, you're... Because, like, in the movie, he's trying to follow the plane and he, like, shoots his own tail wing off. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's that, except the front guy is, like, building up the airplane creating more obstacles for the gunner to shoot around. Wait. Get it? What? No, I don't get it. Wait, is the, he shooting forward or backwards? The pilot's All over. adding 360. stuff to the plane? Yes, the pilot's constantly adding, like, you Ooh. know, we can make it sci-fi themed or whatever, but, like, he's constructing things and, like, parts of the plane are just, like, materializing and getting bigger and bulkier. We're all, but they're wrapping around the front, the back, all sides but it makes it harder and harder to shoot around the so actual plane. The, the purpose is that he's he's putting up like armor for the yeah, other Well, planes. armor, yeah, armor or like buffs or abilities he's not, or whatever. But he's also he's not, screwing over the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz then you could shoot you, you could shoot off part of the plane that's giving you this great ability, you know. That's yeah. that's kind of fun because it's like, listen man, I got Oh man. Okay, so there's like there's strategy here because if this is a yes. multiplayer game and it's like they have they have the fucking healing pod and we can't do enough damage, so just keep the line of sight between us and the healing pod. The healing pod. Yeah. And then he'll he'll shoot it off maybe, or he just can't shoot. And right. we get a clean shot of that healing pod. Man. Damn, guys. Someone we, should make we, this. Someone, someone should make, make this. It's not really did. two boys, one jet, because I really wanted it to be like a jet fighter simulation. Like, oh, I see. Like that thing. That's why, But that's why there's nothing to talk about. So I'm glad that this is... <laughs> What and this it? is what always happens. We gotta go past <laughs> yeah. episode 100. You no, start with an can't. idea, and then it just keeps no, we're, rolling. We're, we're blowing them all out on episode 100. We've oh, had right. some ideas that we shut down the episode, turned off our computers, and said, I mean, that's the we'll classic. try again next week. That's the that, that has happened once, at least once. It's Jeff's infamous idea we, we can never talk about. Can't talk about it. Uh, it'll just We'd be get taken forever. Off the Did we talk no, about yeah. it? You no, told we never did. We, once, we, we oh. bleeped it out. You bleeped it out. Yeah, yeah Jeff. It out. Yeah, Jeff told Dan about it, and I felt shame the whole time he was talking. As well, you should have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad right. I was. I'm glad I came onto the podcast after that infamous <laughs> incident. You wouldn't be here right now if you came earlier. No, I would be gone. Well, I still wow. think I still think that would be a fun episode where we could just go through. My yeah, stupid no, ideas. absolutely. Yeah, um, I agree. The lightning round. Lightning round. By the way, if anyone's still listening, uh, last year's Christmas episode, like holiday New Year's episode, we gifts? did a, we did the gift episode, which I think was one of the coolest things we've done. Where I think it was great. We, go, we got oh. into pairs uh, and designed a game idea for the other person that they think they would love, like really spoke to them. 
Yeah. And it was really cool because uh, we got to hear the like secret conversation and you got to hear them being pitched to the person. Uh, it was really cool. Um, it was a lot of work, so we didn't do it again. Well, also, <laughs> it's, we all got our perfect game out of it. So We already got it, yeah. yeah. And I, I, th- I think that, oh. We could do a Dan one. We should have done a Dan one. You can still do a Dan one. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll have it ready for episode 100. <laughs> okay. We could do it next week. That way, Jeff gets to have a game idea, but also it's kind of not like a regular episode. So Dan, Yes, you, which Dan will satisfy me. Do. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to do normal episodes. Um, <laughs> If any, yeah, uh, I just want to say that the, the the game that we crafted for Matt, which was basically the Undisputed game, so good, legit one of the best game ideas we came up yes, with. Yes, 100%. On, on the history of the podcast, yeah. So go check out that episode. It was a good one. We'll yeah, never we do for, anything like it again. <laughs> we'll never for, do for Danish, we pitched a 20-minute game where you raise a kid. We, and then I realized that that's kind of what Danish does anyway, but it was an emotional journey through the head of a, of a father. That was one of that was like a really. I mean, I think we talked about this on the, the, the next episode, but that was such a cool, weird experience to listen to someone talking about you. Yeah, and what they think, like their takeaways of what you like, and yeah. it's like they're like nobody can nail it, right? Nobody can yeah. look at somebody else and just nail. Oh, I know exactly a hundred percent, like, but we got we all got really close, and it was really interesting. Yeah, seeing. Yeah, see, like that's kind of like this weird psychological thing. Like you can never see yourself through someone else's eyes, but this was like the closest we ever got. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, another yeah. good point. Where like you would say, <laughs> you would say stuff about me, and I'd be like, "Oh, I am like that." I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh man, we got now we we got to do Dan now. We got to we got to do Dan. We'll do a Dan. I don't even. Yeah, let's do a to. Dan. We yeah, we'll All do right. Dan. Maybe next week. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe never we'll, we'll see, see. <laughs> if it doesn't come by 100 it's not happening oh yeah, man yeah. catastrophic yeah. changes after 100 <laughs> <laughs> no video games entirely oh. new cast of hosts it's not even it's us still, anymore <laughs> it's still someone should make this but it's just book ideas we're, no, we're doing, oh. gonna just point you to another podcast and say that's what our podcast <laughs> is turning into we're just hosting other podcasts <laughs> Oh, we just, we hey, play them. for real, that's not a bad idea. A clip show of other podcasts. <laughs> I hear stuff that we thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, that's just so, a lot of editing, though. Yeah, every every week you'll get to hear my favorite clip from my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> yeah. I would still, I would honestly listen to a, a podcast potpourri, a reader's digest of podcasts. A podcast digest. <laughs> Podcast uh, Digest. Podcast Digest. Doesn't doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Not so much. It doesn't not roll off the tongue though either. You know, it gets podcast right, digest. It's right there. The podcast digest. It's close. Gold, guys. This is this is so why people good. stick to the end of the credits. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're giving Danish more work, but everybody else less work. So no, it's all staying in. This the is all uni- garbage. The universe equals out. Bye, everyone. Bye.